Let Me Google That is brought to you by Water Cooler Trivia. So if you've been feeling a little bit disconnected from the people you work with because maybe you've started doing only hybrid or remote work and you don't really have a way to just casually talk to people and get to know them anymore that's not inundated with the stress of work, Water Cooler Trivia has kind of solved this problem in a really creative way by assembling a team of very curious and talented people who will come up with custom trivia quizzes that you can send out to your team every week. And everybody gets to do them on their own time and then you get the results. And it's a really fun way to find out like who in your office has an encyclopedic knowledge of 80s movies or if you want an opportunity to show off how much you know about obscure brands of cereal. I think this is something that people who are listening to this podcast will just like anyway because I think we're all like people who love Jeopardy and Reddit TILs and we probably asked Jeeves a lot of really weird stuff in the 90s. So head over to watercoolertrivia.com to learn more. Say hi to Eli and the team and tell them that let me Google that sent ya. So let's just talk a second about flu viruses. So the thing is, is that the flu, influenza, the flu, is not caused by like one virus. There are several that circulate. Some flu seasons are going to be dominated by a particular strain or kind of the virus that has maybe mutated since the last year. And that's really why we need flu shots every year because First of all, it may not be the same strain every year, you know, hopping around and infecting people, but also it might be that the strain is something that we've seen before, like H1N1, but maybe it's different. Maybe something has, maybe it's evolved and mutated in some way that it's slightly different, and so we need to adjust our vaccines accordingly. And even when we do that, we're still working on guesswork. Because in the United States, we look at Australia's flu season, which happens about six months before ours does, and we try to look at what strains have dominated their flu season what their flu season looks like and then we try to plan our vaccines kind of around that because it takes about six months to like make the vaccine and distribute it everywhere and and you know get ready for a flu season so even though we do this it doesn't necessarily mean that our flu season always plays out exactly that way but we do the best we can in terms of guesswork still though the flu infects like three to five million people around the world every year and it is very hard to determine exactly how many people die as a result of having the flu, but somewhere between 300 to 600,000 deaths a year occur around the world that are in some way attributable to the flu. But here's the thing you need to know. The flu virus itself does not kill you. Getting the flu is not the reason somebody dies. What happens is that when your body reacts to the flu virus, everything kind of just falls apart. So the flu, like any virus, is going to encourage your body to mount an immune response, which usually involves, you know, a bunch of your immune cells, like white blood cells and T cells, you know, like screaming out into your bloodstream to try to go to find the virus particles that are going to be invading your otherwise previously healthy cells uh, and trying to fuck them up and make you sick because that's how viruses infect your body and they get into your body through usually respiratory means so your nose and your mouth and they want to really hang out with influenza because it's a respiratory virus they want to really go get into your lungs and hang out in your lungs so what happens is when your body is mounting this immune response it is destroying the virus 
but it's also destroying the cells that the virus has infected. And those are your cells, and those are your like otherwise good cells. And sometimes your immune system is like working overtime, and it does this whole thing a little bit too intensely. So it starts like just killing off all of these cells and leaves you on the whole in a weakened state. But also whatever the body system that it, it is in also gets weakened. Those tissues get weakened and more vulnerable. So in the case of the flu, we're talking about lung tissue for the most part. So one of the things that happens when somebody's had the flu is that they may be more at risk for getting a secondary infection, which sometimes and seemingly, I think in most of the cases that I've anecdotally heard about, seems like it happens quite a bit when we're talking about secondary infections are actually not viral infections, but bacterial infections, usually staphylococcus or streptococcus that causes pneumonia. And the reason that you're so vulnerable to pneumonia after you've had any respiratory infection, but particularly something virulent like the flu, is that your lungs have been weakened. And so it's already probably hard for you to breathe, probably hard for you to expel all of the gunk that's in there. That bacteria can then infect you. And if it gets into your bloodstream, you develop something called sepsis. And sepsis can absolutely kill you and it doesn't necessarily like play out over the course of a few weeks like sepsis can kill you very quickly if you don't realize that that's what's happened and go and get like massive antibiotics and even then the only way for a doctor to determine what antibiotics to use is to figure out what bacteria has caused the secondary infection so basically what happens is the flu weakens your body and it puts your immune system into overdrive and then any damage that comes as a result of trying to fight off that infection can make you more likely to develop another infection and it's actually that infection that kills you so in that way the flu gets like an assist on your death but when you die and it's on your you know death certificate it's actually probably going to say that you died of septicemia you died of pneumonia not going to say that you died of the flu because you did not in fact die of the flu the other thing, which is very interesting, that I read recently in the New England Journal of Medicine is that there was a study that linked having had the flu recently to developing myocardial infarction or a heart attack. So another potential way that is being investigated um, that the flu may ultimately contribute to somebody's death is that it may make them more vulnerable to having a heart attack. So the heart is not that far away from the lungs. <laughs> so it is absolutely conceivable that it may be a casualty of your overactive immune system as it tries to fight off the flu cells. Also, the harder it is for you to breathe and the more work and, and blood that your body is diverting to your lungs to try to help you breathe when you have a respiratory infection, obviously that is going to have an impact on your heart, which is going to have to work harder. And your heart is going to work harder and your blood pressure is going to be affected and your heart rate is going to be elevated whenever you're fighting any kind of infection, but especially if you're fighting a very serious one. So what was interesting about this study, and I'll link to it below, um, there's a nice video on the New England Journal of Medicine website that kind of explains it in brief, but they actually did a longitudinal study where they looked at a bunch of patients over time who had had a confirmed diagnosis of influenza, so they had been tested for it and tested positive for it, and they also had had heart attacks within like the year or so like around when they had had a case of the flu. So when they looked, they found that within the seven days of like having the flu, 
there was like that window for they wanted to see how many people had their heart attack within that window and then also the rest of the year on either side so how many people had a heart attack before they got the flu and how many people had it within six months after or something to that effect but they found that the number of people who had their heart attack within like a week of having the flu was six times higher than it was on either side in the what they called the control groups so those were the rest of the year you know other than that one week so again they need to do more research they are actively doing more research on this because it is pretty compelling but one of the things that we know about heart disease in general is that it is definitely a disease that is influenced by and can cause inflammation so when you have any kind of infection or injury in your body and you have a lot of circulating like cytokines so inflammation in your body um, your heart can absolutely be affected by that. So I think it would absolutely make sense for there to be some kind of correlation, not necessarily causation, but correlation between heart attacks and influenza. So I don't know if this made you feel better at all, but tune in next week to see if I've developed influenza.